It's the return of tournament in a tea break. I'm Ros Satar and I'm actually joined in a very, very breezy O2 corridor by uh, George Belshaw from Metro.co.uk. And we've been uh, we've been here at the O2 for the pre-tournament press conferences for the ATP World Tour Finals. New sponsor. Uh, so, uh, what did we think? Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of focus on Rafa and whether he's going to be okay. I wouldn't say he sounded particularly no. convincing on his answer. Um, he was saying, oh, there's no decision to make. I am going to play. But, oh, if something happens in the next few days, I'm not going to play. I know. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I always find that I have to go back through his answers to sort of try and interpret yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the right thing. So, yeah, initially, it sounded fairly bullish. Yeah, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't going to play. And then almost straight afterwards, there was the... Um, I'll take it but day by day I mean I don't know and I think he's like well what do you think is the hard, the, the harder group of the two Ooh, I think that's a really tough question I mean I, I actually think they're probably about as evenly split as they possibly could be I mean I think Zverev and Chilich look quite strong on Federer's side I think Sock is probably the weakest player yeah. here even though he had a good week in Paris I wasn't that impressed by the level of opposition he necessarily beat to win that title I think he'll struggle to win a match here I don't, yeah. I don't think that's too harsh to say um, whereas I think Nadal's group's all quite level and the problem for Nadal is maybe Dimitrov less so but the other two are real grinders and they'll yeah. really work him down and if Goffin talked about getting him to yeah. run side to side I think that'll be a real tactic of him that's a tough first match and to like, test that knee that's interesting because certainly when I was writing our tournament page I thought oh actually Nadal's got the better of the group I mean he's got great records against all of them whereas Federer has been sort of tested by the, the players in, in his group it was interesting to hear both team and Goffin sort of say, yeah, um, but to play him not on clay is actually an advantage for us here. Is like, you know, I think, the sh- I think the gauntlet's been thrown. I can't see him not coming out of the, the round robins. I certainly don't see him adding, to, adding this to his um, list of missing titles, though. No, I, the only way I see him not going through is if he pulls out. Right. see him coming through that group whether the first I'd expect him to win the group if he's fully fit firing that's a kind of big question I think Federer's point on Nadal was really interesting as well he was saying if it was a normal Masters tournament he'd expect Rafa not to play because there's a more kind of you play every day and it yeah. worked through whereas here you've got that day break and it's not really until the semi-finals and then the final that you've got that kind of back-to-back match yeah. play so that's an interesting feature that Federer kind of picked out on why Rafa might be really keen to play this one um, um, but I, yeah, I think you're right. I can't see anyone other than Federer winning this, to be perfectly honest. No, and does that? Do you feel that that devalues it a little in some way? Because some would argue that this is probably the weakest field that the finals have had in quite some time. Others, of course, would argue that it's about time we get to see the young guns play. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's obviously weaker without people like Djokovic and Murray as well, and Stan. You know, they those guys would definitely be here. There's no question yeah. about it. Even barely playing half the year they are pretty much qualified I think aside from well, yeah. Novak yeah. might have just dropped off as well but Novak it was dropped off but Stan was still in Stan the list Stan was in the list so yeah. you know and that's Novak not playing for six months Andy not playing for six months so it's obviously a lot weaker without those guys and I think Ryanic particularly last year was kind of head and shoulders with the rest as three by the end he was playing some really really mm. kind of high level tennis um so yeah, obviously it's a little bit weaker, but it, this is a, a stronger kind of top 10, 15 as I can really remember, certainly in my lifetime. I think there's a real kind of strength in depth to the top 15 at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
that happens in that, yeah. Uh, Federer just looks head and shoulders above the rest. Only Djokovic has ever really looked like troubling him yeah. on this sort of surface. Yeah. You know, as shown by his winning streak here. You know, would Roger have beaten Djokovic if he's fit in this condition? We don't know. It's all kind of up in the air and we can never quite say, but yeah. it's hard to see anyone stopping him at the moment. One thing that I thought was interesting coming from Roger was, um, you know, it's the first time I think I've actually heard him really admit that age has caught up with him and that he really has to be... Normally he's been quite sort of, you know, age is just a number and I'll, I'll play when I feel like it. It's the first time I've actually heard him sort of say, I can't play 25 tournaments. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can, but I'm not going to get very far. Um, you know, I mean... I wasn't as surprised to hear Rafa say, you know, obviously I'm not going to practice as much as I did when I was 21 years old. But you know, he's always been a bit like that. That you know, he's 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 had injuries with his wrists, with his knees, and has had to really sort of, um, you know, admit that he's had to take care of it. But it's the first time I've actually seen Roger sort of say, you know, if I want to carry on playing like this, I'm not going to come out every week. Um, I don't know whether that was. I actually found that quite refreshing for him. In fact, I actually found this press conference probably the most candid and helpful he's he's ever been. Normally he can be a little bit guarded, a little bit barbed, and I actually thought he was actually in pretty good form this time round. Yeah, and uh, his comments on freshness were quite interesting as well. Yeah. The, that's always a question for this tournament. You look at people like Team who just look dead the last few weeks. <laughs> he, looked, he looked dead when he was sat on the stage, to be honest. Um, and you kind of thinking, all right, are you going to be fit enough for you know, Federer was kind of like, oh, yes, this is probably as fit as I've ever been at this stage. But equally, you always find a way through this tournament because you know it's one last push. You dig deep yeah. to kind of find the last bits of effort. So he, he was kind of saying, yes, I'm as fit as ever, but equally, it doesn't matter yeah. on this occasion. Whether he's just being a bit guarded on that, I'm not sure. But it was quite interesting comments from a player's perspective of that kind of adrenaline needed just to get you over the hump and then on the beach. The, the other thing that interested me today was, again, I would expect from Rafa and from Roger to say, we don't want change, we're happy with the things the way they are. I was actually genuinely surprised with the younger players saying, you know what, we like the tradition, stop messing with it. Yeah, the shot clock seems to be the one thing that people seem to feel is a good addition, but there doesn't seem to be much love for the four sets and the, you know, all the other light innovations. Yeah, I think the shot clock and it's in the Hawkeye calling seemed the two most popular, I would have said from what people said. Um, which, to be fair, are probably the most too popular with myself, I would say. I think they are. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to disagree either. I think that those two make sense because yeah. of the mess that you have between slams and tournaments. Yeah. I mean, is it really that hard to just decide on 20 or 25 seconds and stick to it? Yeah, and to actually time it rather than have umpires just picking a random juice to call someone at a, a big point in the match. Like, it's yeah. just stupid. Like That needs to be regulated. Um, I haven't watched as much as that as I would have liked to. I watched the very start of the week and got a general flavour, but I've missed a lot of the kind of midweek stuff to really kind of see how good it was. But I hope to watch a bit of it back this weekend. Um, but yeah, th- those are the two rules I would say were the best. I don't like people moving around during no. points. I don't th- see that ever taking off. Uh, the let chords is a no for me. The four set, uh, four game sets is a definite no. I mean, it's one break in the set. Done in a second. Like yeah. it's it's too quick. And when you're playing five of them, what's the difference between three set of six? Yeah. It's like the same length. Yeah. It doesn't make the match quicker. Like if it was three, four game sets, then that could be a quicker, faster, like 2020 yeah. cricket thing. But doing five, four games is the same essentially as. Well, doing yeah. Three, was, six wasn't there sets. one match that actually finished maybe? 
one minute longer than some five setter that, that they played in Wimbledon yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, so, it doesn't it doesn't make doesn't any mean. sense. And again, Federer made a really good point that at least over the course of a six game set, you can try a few things. You know, if you've got a decent lead, you can maybe be a bit more adventurous with what you're doing. If you've had a poor start, you've got some time to play yourself into the set again and at least make a you know a sporting fist of it. Yeah, and I, I actually hadn't really thought of that angle that Federer brought up. He was almost implying that tennis would get very boring because you'd just stick to what you know every point. You'd never kind of mix it up at all. Yeah. You'd end up with a group of John Isners just piling down big serves, keeping it all very kind of short. Nothing against Isner. He's good in his own way. But it's good to have variety and people kind of trying new things, etc, etc. I think, you know, it seemed like Federer was almost arguing I wouldn't be the player I was today if I was playing under those conditions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. An interesting kind of spin and, on it. And for a long time, he was very much a player that, you know, if I, I do not remember some barbed little comments, I think, when Andy beat him in the Masters over three. And he goes, yeah, sure, you can beat me over three, playing the way that you do. You know, and this was when Andy was his defensive best or worst or whichever way you want to look at it um, you know and it, it, but it was very much a point of sure you can beat me over three sets if you play like that but you'll never beat me over five and, and fair enough Maurice had to change his game to be able to win those five set matches when it counts um, you know that's that's the key to a, a slam but um, I don't know is this going to be the chance when the, the younger players that everybody thinks is the future of, of the ATP are really going to make their mark at, at this tournament. At this yeah, forget about next gen. At this, at this <laughs> tournament. Um, I mean, we're talking really. It's very really yeah, we're talking very team. team, but team looked to me like he was spent. I think I would like to see team play a more reduced schedule next year. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. I mean, he says he feels a lot better this summer last year, but his performances in the last couple of weeks. I mean, admittedly, I don't watch every minute of Dominic Team's matches, but the bits I have caught, the results I've seen. Aren't that impressive? No, pr- pretty much. Otherwise. Yeah, pretty much since um, since the end of the clay court season, he's. I wouldn't even say he's been consistent. You know, he's he's, he's done okay, and I think his his the strength of his performance at the beginning of the year has been what's carried him through. I mean, as he said, last year he came in as the as as the last man yeah. in. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to pick up on that precisely. You know, this, last year it was good for him to be there. This year, you look at that field and you think, right going forward who's capable of kind of sitting themselves in that top four spot long term team probably is I think he'll do very well on the clay court season throughout time and that will kind of keep his ranking around the top five when these kind of big guys eventually drop off and die you know (laughs) metaphorically (laughs) Um, (laughs) shall we say retire I mean mean, die in the sport okay uh, (laughs) um but yeah, I, I think he's he needs to kind of establish himself at this one show. He's strong. He needs to win at least one or two. I think he'll struggle to go through, actually, but it'd be good for him to win one. Uh, Zverev should come through that group, maybe. I think Chilich is the other real rival. I think yeah. Federer will win that group. Not comfortably, but Zverev's very adept on all surfaces. He always impresses me that I, I'm still not quite sure to this day what his best surface is. Like, I think no. he can win... Like when I was watching him younger, I kind of thought Wimbledon might be his first slam to win. Yeah. Then he did really well in the clay masters and well on hard courts. Um, five set tennis is obviously his biggest problem in general, yeah. but in three set tennis, I don't really see that many players no. keeping up with him consistently throughout the year. So I, 
this is a big one for him and yeah. he will, you can hear him talking I, I asked him myself about whether he could whether next year he sees himself as kind of staying in that top five when Marian Djokovic come back or whether he kind of has bigger sights of winning number one he's just like don't care about the rankings at all. I just want to win every single match I play. And that's 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 him. perfect, and that's, that's exactly a perfect attitude to have. I think. Um, you know, impressed me in when he won Rome because you know he was like kind of oh I wanted to do you know when I was a kid I thought I'd be like top ten when I was twenty and oh man what twenty one and yeah it's taken a while. So you know he was you know he's he's impressed me. You know, but when he fails, he fails spectacularly well. Yeah, when he has a bad day, his he's bad day seems. Yeah, well, go, when um, he has a bad, his bad days are like spectacular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I mentioned Chilich there as well in that group. Like he's someone who's done notoriously pretty badly at this event, but having said that, he's only played Burdick, who's not one of Murray, Wawrinka, or yeah. Djokovic, I think. So, you know, he's got a couple of matches now that he will play and have a chance to go through. Yeah. With Realistically, rather than facing two incredibly difficult opponents, they're going to be tough. So that it's the pressure's on him as well as one of the experienced players, a Grand Slam winner. Yeah. Don't see them both upsetting Roger, but that's the battle I see. For the got second to beat place. Sock, and yeah. Got to see it out with so, each other. So, I think, so let's have a look at our little thing. So I think we're all in agreement that um, Federal goes through, yeah. and it's going to be between Zverev and Chilich for the second spot. So in my predictions, I've lumped for Federer and Zverev and one. Okay. Nadal and I think I went for Dimitrov on the other yeah he looks a little fresher than the other two that's all that's based yeah, on I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of those go through if yeah. Nadal's fit he should win that group Grigor looks in better shape in the last couple of weeks I think but. yeah I mean t- team looked tired to me and Goffin's got Davis Cup so no matter how he sort of tried to to brush it off I think that's going to be especially after that recent defeat to to GB I think that's going to be foremost in his mind okay Let's uh, let's analyse as we go through the uh, the yeah. week, and then on Sunday we'll see just how far off we were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. when Federer and Nadal lose their first two matches and pull out, then we'll <laughs> yeah. have a reassessment. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. You've been listening to Tournament and Tea Break with George Belshaw and Ros Satar. Stay tuned for us all the way through the week. Um, thank you for listening.